0: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Alt Music Podcast with Rogan Josh. I'm your host, Rogan Josh. And today is the second episode, but it's my first interview. Uh, and I thought I'd start it off with what is hopefully a nice and easy one for me, because it is one of my best friends, Jack Chambers of Glass Tides. Jack, how are you going? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm heaps good, man. What have you been up to lately? Uh, me personally, playing a lot of golf. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know you yeah. played golf at all.
1: Uh, yeah, I picked it up probably a year and a half, two years ago and been playing a lot with the band Oh wow. and a lot of other mates as well. So it's been good and it's been very hot
0: here in Adelaide. So yeah, good, good tan line. Nice. <laughs> Is golf one of the sports that it's like, it's been playable through COVID? Yes. Yeah. Cause it's not contact cause... or a court or anything.
1: Yeah. As, as long as you stay 1.5 meters away, which you'll probably be 50 meters away on a yeah. golf course. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Very nice. And music-wise, what have you been up to? Uh,
1: Glass Tides have been releasing a few singles in the last couple of months. Uh, We did release uh, an EP. Sorry, a whole album. What am I saying? We're (laughs) recording an EP at the moment. Um, We released a whole album. uh, Started this year. Uh, Started this year? Middle. No, it was the start. Um, We released two singles leading up to that last year. And they were three singles, Crawling, Waste, and Sympathy. Yeah, I think you spoke about Waste once before, previously, back in the day. Yeah. Um, back in the day, 12 months ago now. Yeah. Feels like four it years ago because like of COVID. <laughs> to, to, um,
0: to say it, to rip off the Amity Affliction feels like forever.
1: Exactly. But um, it's been a good year considering uh, the restrictions and everything. Yeah. Um, we've preempted that it may continue and so we've just gone screw it let's just keep writing let's keep recording and so that's exactly what we've done
0: yeah so you guys from what i can see seem to be in a unique position as a band having Paul in the band so Paul, he's
1: a he's a whiz he's a mastermind so he's a he's a
0: producer right he's a so producer. he's he <laughs> so has he recorded everything that you guys have done he has and do you send it anywhere for mixing or is it all done with you guys? He does it all himself. That's incredible. Yeah. That's unbelievable. It's,
1: yeah. That's when I said he's a whiz, I'm not lying. He's a genius. Because yeah. the sound... He's, he's, he's only getting better and better every year.
0: Yeah. yeah. And with the videos as well. So you guys have been shooting your own music videos. So is there anyone yep. external coming in?
1: Uh, yes. You're going to have to test my memory here because yep. there was one guy. Let me just open Facebook real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yes, mostly us and Rhiannon Miller, yep. Rhiannon Miller's a good friend of ours. It's recorded most of our stuff. Cool. I'll have to get back to you on that one. But oh, really? um, yeah, we did a film clip. Uh, well, we've done like however many now this year. I think we we recorded three in two weeks but, at uh, one point. Yeah, and that was uh that was my neck was buggered at that point So I... I was just like yeah. Not having a good time. You know, you know, I like to do a little bit of a headbang every now and then. I, so. I
0: had similar, um, because I'm currently like on holidays. I wanted to get all I didn't want to do any reactions over this time. So yep. I recorded three week three weeks worth of videos uh in a couple of days. And yeah. I was like I hurt my back just from standing and like like banging my head and stuff during the songs. It's funny. Just the appreciation of music and the toll that it takes on you.
1: Yeah, exactly exactly but and not it, not to mention because i'm on the side i really have to move a lot yeah to make it look like i'm doing anything
0: yeah
2: so,
1: so if i don't then it's like i'm just standing there pretty much
0: yeah i may have done you a disservice at the start i didn't mention that you are a guitarist and vocalist for glass that's tides fine. i just said jack from glass tides
1: no that's all right that's that's my name now yeah be <laughs> yeah. jack from sometime soon then it's Jack from Just Like Clockwork, now it's Jack from Glass Tides.
0: Yeah. So have you always been singer and guitarist?
1: Uh yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, so <laughs>
2: so
1: you like I've I've been a lead singer of a band and then I've been a backup vocalist slash guitarist, and then same again, backup yeah. vocal guitar. So
0: sometime soon was your first band? Yes. When did you start sometime soon?
1: Shit. Uh how long's a piece of string? Um <laughs> met jack newland when i was 12 yeah started playing music with him when i was just after that 13 yeah and then we played together until i was probably like 2010 yeah 2011 because
0: i just remember so i knew so it it is hard to backtrack how i know you (laughs) because but so i think i I, can tell you I can tell you exactly. Uh, so from from how my mind does it, and you know that I'm not the, the sharpest tool, but <laughs> Maddie was friends with Anthony, your brother. Yep. And then through, so I became friends with Anthony from him being around and then uh, you being Anthony's brother. Uh, did you start hanging around with Maddie or did you start hanging around with me? How did that? I
1: think the first time we ever properly met yeah would have been either at your house yeah because anthony was like here's this cool musician guy we've just started playing music yeah let's go meet him or at a gig
0: i can't remember. I reckon
1: there was a specific fowler's gig where it was like a laura dannon or something
0: dude just yeah, the, the, the best ago. band of all time though
1: that long ago yeah, and or even lomo or like yeah. like just and i've met you i've met Ben, i've met ryan i at that point it wasn't even timmy it was um
0: Bassie. it was tom yeah i
1: and yeah
0: yeah i remember uh because i hadn't heard the band yet but me and was it me and ryan came down to see you guys uh at practice uh the
1: pop punk band sometime soon yeah yeah yes
0: yes because i remember yeah. coming down um just to like support you guys and come and say hi and like hear the band and stuff. And I remember being super impressed.
1: Was that um, when Callum was still in the band? Yes.
0: Yeah. Callum was drumming.
1: So that would have been at the Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide fish shop.
0: Shop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But I remember. That's a throwback. You guys were so young. (laughs) I remember coming in and just being like far out. The talent that you guys had at that age. At that age, I didn't know how to play guitar. So coming in and seeing a full band practicing to a very high quality I was just I remember leaving with Ryan and being like, "We should like be their manager or something." I feel like these guys <laughs> are going to go somewhere. There's just so much talent, like in a group of really young dudes. So, how did you all yeah. find each other? Like, were you already playing music together, or did you start playing music as a group?
1: Uh, so, as I said, I met Jack Newland um, through my brother, through Chris and his sister because yep. they were in high school together, and we were going to be in high school together. So, like, hey, you guys both like guitar, meet. Yeah, and then. The day we met, we played with our mates, Kenny Stubberfield and I think Callum was there actually. No, Callum wasn't there because Jack was playing drums at that point. I reckon it was just Kenny from memory, maybe Hayden Bates. But anyway, we sat there and we just learnt songs and we played Newfound Glory, like Blink. We just played a bunch of songs and that like kind of sparked the interest for me. I was like, yeah, cool. I want to be in a band.
0: Nice. You know what? Now I'm thinking about it. Jack may have been on... I don't know if Jack was on drums or if at some point, I think he was in that like young dude showing off kind of, kind of phase. And I think that he jumped on the drums to show that he was a drummer. But I remember also being like, not you know, yes, he was showing off, but yes, I was super impressed. I was like, holy crap.
1: Yeah. he, He was one of the people where like, when I first started learning something, I would learn one thing. Yeah, but he he would be like, oh, there's a drum kit. Cool, let me hit that. There's yeah. a guitar. Let me play that. There's a piano. Let me play that. Like, and he would just pick everything up like instantly. Yeah, he's so very talented.
0: How long were sometimes soon together?
1: Oh, that would have been close to ten years.
0: Fire out. Pro-
1: probably like eight.
0: And how many re- how many releases did you guys do?
1: Uh, not many. Two, I think. Two and a lot of singles and a lot of covers. Yeah. Um, but we played a lot more shows yeah like we just played we played anything we could get our hands on yeah when we were, when you're young you're like cool let's go play shows let's go yeah. meet people and yeah it was so much fun
0: was there much interstate or was it mostly around Adelaide
1: heaps interstate
0: yeah we
1: played we played Melbourne a lot more than any of the other cities but we did we specifically did a tour with reverence here um and that was Sydney Melbourne Adelaide like it usually was back then, we yeah. Never made it up to Brisbane with sometime soon or Perth or anywhere else. Um, but a lot of rural Victoria as well. So we played in like Bendigo. Um, fuck, this is testing my memory, yeah. Now. <laughs> Just a lot of shows at like random city halls and like random old churches and stuff. Um, but Melbourne always put on a good show, like yeah. even if it's a tiny 80 person venue it'll mm. go off it's a thousand person city hall or whatever it'll still be so good
0: i remember the clubs in melbourne were always so good like next it was yeah. were next and bang both in melbourne or was bang sydney
1: no, just, bang's definitely melbourne yeah
0: oh. i just remember, like all, those, <laughs> all those clubs that like those kind of shows i used to love like with the multi-level complexes and yeah. all the different rooms for different styles of music i always loved those
1: Yeah, yeah, Bang Dance and Nightclub in Melbourne. Um, I think Next was also.
0: Yeah, I think they were both Melbourne.
1: But there was like, there was SFX in Sydney. Um, Well, we've got TBS now, but TBS is everywhere. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And it's more of a nightclub than a music venue, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, TBS, uh, famously singer of Capulet, just like Clockwork. Tim Bartell, DJ at TBS in Melbourne.
1: He started here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he started here uh, with Black Market, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. He's oh, yeah. Black Market or was there one before Black Market?
0: There was. What was the name of that? I can't. Remember. It was that Electric Circus, right? Or Was that Black Market?
1: No, that that would have been Black Market.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Psych.
1: Psych. Well, Psych was after Black Market, but no. Psych. I think it was. Oh, wow. Was. No. no
0: I thought Psych was first and Black Market was the big launch after that. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. So, Sometime Soon, uh, how did uh, you... I'm trying to think of the transition from Sometime Soon to just like Clockwork. How long was it uh, that you weren't in a band? What were you doing in that time?
1: Uh, Well, I was continually writing. I haven't stopped writing since I first started playing guitar. There's been lulls, obviously. Like, you have family members die. Break up with girlfriends etc etc but like it slows you down but it never stops you as a musician especially a writing musician
0: um what kind of stuff were you writing was it still pop punk at that time
1: yeah yeah I, i i would always write anything that strikes the mood like if i pick up my acoustic guitar and i've been listening to bloody taylor swift's new album i'll write songs like that if i have been listening to a lot of polaris then i'll plug my guitar in and i'll just tread for a bit yeah um so it all really depends on just how i feel yeah that point i was still writing a lot of pop punk because i was just outside of a pop punk band and i thought maybe i could start a new one up with some other mates and stuff um but then who was it my brother had joined just like clockwork at that time yeah well he joined capulet actually yeah yeah and then transitioned into just like clockwork and he said we're probably going to need another guitarist. Do you want to play guitar? And then I think Timmy backed that up, saying, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's get him on." Um So I played a few at that point as well. I was a big fan of Capulet, so yeah. I'd already knew knew a few of the songs. So I said, "All right, let's just play a couple of old Capulet songs and see see how you go." And then kind of just slid right into the band, and it was it was it gelled really well instantly.
0: Yeah. That is awesome. There's a big portion of the time with the band that I just missed because it was like the when when me and Ben I remember like we had a band meeting and like Ben called it and at that point I had already kind of checked out like I was already past the band life and I remember I said to Miri I was like Ben's called a meeting I th- I'm predicting that he's going to be saying he's out and if he's out then I'm out as well because. Like, me and Ben started the band, and yeah I guess I guess I already felt like I was done um yeah we had we had an out- we had the album recorded, and we couldn't find time to tour, like within our schedule and that and it wasn't a priority, and that's when it's like all right, we're done, <laughs> we're done, we just haven't realized that we're done yet, so um, yeah, so I remember had the meeting, he said, I'm leaving, I said, yeah well, i'm I'm going to Um, and, but Ryan stayed in the band. So the whole portion of Ryan staying in the band, I didn't see any of that, um, of after me and Ben left and Nick and JT came in, but Ryan stayed in the band. That's like a weird part of the band that I just missed because once I left the band, I'd been in a band for so long that I just like, was like, I'm out. So I'm out, out. So I didn't go to shows. I like any shows at all. I went for a little like, you know, there was weddings in that time and stuff. So, kind of life just went off in different directions. But then I came back around later on when you came into the band. And what was the first release that you guys did uh, as Just Like Cloakwork with you in the band? Honest Truth. So, that was Honest Truth. So, there was the two EPs, right? Did Were you there for both EPs, Honest Truth? Um, we Well, we only released
1: one original yep, and then a re-release of... Wait, did we? No. Did
0: oh, we so, did so, you guys only went to Electric Sun once. For, the One time, yeah. On All right. Well, that makes me feel better because for a second there, I was like, oh, my God, I can't even remember anything about the other EP. It's because there isn't another EP. Yeah. I, for, I, for some reason, I had it in my head that you guys went back to Sydney twice. But so, you guys released the album with Ryan... Uh, that was already recorded. And then when you came into the band, you guys went to Electric Sun and released Honest Truth, which is yes, a sick yeah. EP. Absolute sick it. EP. So were you there from the beginning of that writing or was that something that already...
1: There were songs that obviously we'd all written yeah. over the years that integrated into Honest Truth, yeah. um, including some of my own. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, we pieced it all together. Yeah at the same time together. Very nice. So there were songs in there that had been worked on previously, but then we kind of like twerked with it a little bit, you know.
0: Yeah. I was going to say twerked isn't the word, but I do like it's that not... as as the term. So you tweaked. I don't know what I was tweaked. For. Yeah, tweaked, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I did like twerked though. I Sorry, was I'm good. tired. That's all good. week. That's all good. So just um, like clockwork. Yeah. And then what happened what I don't think I've ever really asked what happened with Just Like Clockwork. We aren't broken
1: up. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 the best way to put it. Yeah. We just um hit the exact same point you did where yeah. you were just like, we can't keep doing this. I don't know. Like we just, I don't know. We, well, we played with Amber Lynn. No, that was you guys. Who did we play with? We played with a few bands. Emery? Yeah. We played with oh, Emory, yeah, that was a cool show. Yeah.
2: That
1: was at that was at the old black market in yeah. um Light Square. Not the pub one, but the other one. Yeah. It's like the art the art gallery one. Yeah, so, yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know what happened. We just kinda fizzled out. Everyone just kinda I don't know, got new jobs or did whatever, and then just hadn't really spoken about it since. All we were right. still keeping contact, but yeah. yeah, we don't really play together. So
0: And then Again, how long were you out of a band before Glass Tides started? Long enough. Yeah.
1: Long enough where I was getting a bit antsy. I was like, maybe I should just stop playing and, you know, kind of just put my passion into something else. Yeah.
0: So, Glass Tides came out of, in a way, all year round. So, all year round was Paul and George's and Oscar's band with Jackie. Mm Mm-hmm. So had, the, had All Year Round broken up before Glass Tide started forming or was this a side project? Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah, All Year Round hadn't really done anything for that long, but they did transition into the band Stansbury.
0: Oh, that is right. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. So All Year Round were long before that. Um, Stansbury had been going for a while. Yeah. And then Paul wanted to do another project that involved... Me, George, and Oscar, yeah, who are all from the same year in high school, yeah, all good mates throughout high school, and we were like, let's just not complicate anything. Let's just play shows. And Paul came to us with this. Well, initially it was two songs, I believe, yeah. But then it ended up being a whole EP, and he just Silver Platter just showed us, like, yeah, cool. Done. Amazing.
0: Do I remember because we were playing basketball at the time. You, me, and Paul. And I remember you after a game saying to me, um, "I'm working on something with Paul, and it's like taking back Sunday, yell, sing, vocals, two singers. Like I think at the time you were saying two singers that are both guitarists. But I think
1: it. Initially, we wanted to move towards something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, with these songs. Um, It's ended up being more of a one singer backup vocalist situation. Um, If if, if I could, I would move more towards that. Yeah. Because I just prefer, especially with the vocals that we are producing, it becomes so strenuous on your throat and your body and your head to sing that high and that hard for a whole set and not... To mention if we did tours like yeah. a whole tour as well. So but I do help him anywhere I can. Yeah. I've been definitely. a lead singer before. Yeah. I know I know how to breathe. I know how to sing. Um even if it's not that good. Yeah. At least it's helping him. Dude, it's damn
0: good. <laughs> it's damn good. I've always loved it. Thanks, man.
1: All right. So but that, yeah, yep. yeah, when he came to us with those two songs, we we're pretty much just like, yep, yeah, let's snap it up. Let's let's practice straight up.
0: Yeah, very cool. So release the album currently working on an E P. How deep into the EP are you? Uh, without giving anything away, that is finished. <laughs> <laughs> without giving anything away. Because the, the crazy thing with you guys, when you say working on an EP, most people would be like, oh, you know, we're, we're writing or, you know, we're doing uh, pre-pro or we're doing demos or something. With you guys yep. working on an EP, when you're finished, it's finished. Because as I imagine as you're writing, the writing process would involve recording having a producer and the recording studio of the band as like a hub
1: and that's the thing as well when when writing and when recording say we like it and it's good to go but then a couple of weeks down the tracks we've been listening to it a few times so we're we'll like now nah, let's change that let's change that harmony yeah let's change that drum beat like and it happens like we had one song where it had this fast melodic clean riff at the start yeah and then it ended up changing into just this slower maybe three strings played yeah and it was so if it, it fits so much better and it took two and a half weeks for
0: that transition to change and that's something that no other band has because by the point time they get to the studio it's got to be ready and then you record Except it
1: maybe mayday parade but <laughs> possibly
0: possibly yeah well very yes. few bands but i guess that is yes. also changing yes, yeah. um you know through pandemic life um a lot of bands are going to have to take it you know, take it on to themselves to start recording a lot more the way that Bring the Horizon just did with their EP. So yep. they've done it all themselves remotely, which I'm guessing a lot of bands are going to start doing. Like I've just bought the bass, you know, guitar input thing as well to start doing some bass parts. So I think, yep. yeah, a lot of people, you guys have just got a massive head start though.
1: It helps. It helps mm-hmm. having Paul have all of that equipment and, yep. uh, Obviously, spent a lot of money on it, so yeah. he knows what he's doing with it, though.
0: I are the guess. music, are the music videos going to be consistent? Is that going to be something that you do with all of these songs, or are you just going to do a traditional kind of single layout? Or what's the plan there?
1: We've noticed this day and age, having visual to audio really helps.
2: Yeah,
1: um, it's 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 almost like the the teaser. And then once that draws you in, you listen yeah. to the rest on Spotify, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I do, know, I do know of a lot of people that listen to music on YouTube yeah. as like playlists and mixes and stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, obviously, Spotify and Apple Music—they're the the real kings. There, Amazon Music as well, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of this is us. Mm. This is the we're paying, and then you listen to it on Spotify later, kind of thing. Um, Kieran Ellis Jones—that is the guy that directed, shot, and edited. The crawling film
0: clip. Very cool. And what is he uh, filming on?
1: Could not tell you. Something, okay. something it's... really good. It had like a fucking harness and a mount. Oh, yeah, yeah. These ones. It was so sick. Um, His B camera was Matt Caparaso and Jonathan Young as a production assistant as well. Oh,
0: very nice. So, one. are you going to be working with those guys on the upcoming stuff or are you going to be mixing it up, trying to give every song its own visual feel?
1: Well, the most recent one did deliberate, yep. which was a single we released uh, not too long ago, actually. Probably so. The most recent one, it is yeah. Yep. That was a, that would only be three or four weeks ago now. Yep. Um Paul recorded all of that. Oh, very cool. And it was a an ode to covid life
0: ah very nice very nice um
1: so it was all filmed at our houses did it at george and oh, there's a bit of polls there as well so um we did it just at our houses and living room dining room in the pool etc yeah.
0: so that is one um, that i've held yeah. off on so i saw a bunch of tree uh teaser images of it, But that's the one that I said to you uh, a week or so that I would love to do a reaction with you for. So we should definitely do that sometime soon. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even mean nice. to. I didn't even I remember, mean I, to.
1: I remember we used to say that a lot back yes. in the day. You just say sometime <laughs> soon, like sometime yeah. soon, but ah, it's your band. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Weirdly enough, stuck mm. out released a single recently. I think it was cool uh, where is it i'll find it in one second uh,
0: i'm gonna rudely open a drink while while, we talk, while we're looking what's that that is a no sugar Jew. mountain dew
1: i love that uh it's called inverse released december 1st so only just the start of this month uh, i'm stoked so i'm ours- in
0: black here i've just spilled that all over myself <laughs>
1: <laughs> well ours ours would have been only just a week maybe after that yeah very cool um yeah and they we we watched it we saw the preview for it and then we watched it and we're just like ah oh,
0: no is a uh, similar film club
1: it's almost identical like oh no. Our, ours are more like just us yeah whereas they've got they've got like family members and like parties and stuff going on yeah. behind them kind of thing yeah um, but it was just, the preview looked like our film clip. Okay. Like him sitting at the dining room table, staring at the camera, oh, singing no. yep. with a blank face, him in the pool, uh, yeah, just like him drinking a beer, and it was almost identical. I was yeah. just like, I can't, I can't believe this, because we thought about, like, we brainstormed a few ideas for film clips a lot, because mm. we do a lot of them. And this was one that we were like, yeah, let's do it. You've got a good camera. You've got good lights and stuff. So let's do it. Cool. And then, yeah, a week before we release it, they release that. We're just like, ah. Shattering. Such a weird coincidence as well because we couldn't have done it in a week.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It it looks like we've ripped them off completely, but we couldn't have done that in seven days. Ah, well. These
0: (laughs) these things happen. It's like with the... uh... There's like the Asteroid movies that all hit at the same time, the Tornado movies, mm. you know, the Volcano movies, that all come in twos. Exactly, exactly. Kind of weird. So this year, what were the big, like the big songs, big bands that you're listening to?
1: Um, well, I started delving into Polaris. I'd never had previously. Mm. Um, and I've always heard good things from like Ben and Ryan and everything. Yeah. And I just never, never jumped headfirst and I did. Yeah, man, and I like it. Oh,
0: it's so good.
1: <laughs> it's 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 bringing the the fire back in me. You know, I yeah. just really almost like metal. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever will, but who knows? I could well, one day.
0: Can you imagine Glass Tides' sound, or did it change, or do you imagine it changing? Not like not copying them or moving directly over there, but can you imagine more of a metalcore edge to your sounds? There were. A couple of songs,
1: yeah, that yeah. Do kind of influence not only from them but from the plot In you, yeah, um, just bands like kind of the new the new age metal hardcore, I guess you could say, yeah, where it's where it's it's like post hardcore but still still heavy, yeah, yeah, heavier, um, but yeah, Polaris and the Plot In You really have good melodies, they've got good melodic sound. Yep. as well as their heavy stuff. Um that's what I like about those bands.
0: Can you believe I don't know Plot in you?
1: You don't know the Plot in I you. I don't. Listen, so to, listen to the Plot in you. I smell um,
0: I smell a video coming up for me. I can't believe you haven't heard of them. I haven't heard of Plot in you. But if, if you're putting them on, the, are they Australian?
1: Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Uh man. Plot in you where are they from? They're from Brisbane, I think.
0: Cuz if so I've got I'm I'm just trying no, to No,
1: they're American. All right, oh, there I, we go.
0: I was going to say I'm trying to get a good band from every state. What am I thinking
1: of then? But they're good. They are really good.
0: Have you heard much? Make them suffer, Perth band.
1: Make them suffer. Yeah, dude.
0: That is some good metalcore. If you're liking Polaris, check out some Make them suffer. I might. They're heaps good. What's What's a good song? Uh, Bones is good, but there was another one that they released before that that may be better. Erase me. Yes, that is the one. But, um, records.
1: I'm surprised I haven't.
0: Yeah, very. And so they're from Perth. In my music awards this year, I gave them the Alora Dunn Spirit Award purely because they're from Perth and they're good. But yeah, damn big fan of them. And there's a little thing I'm going to ask. So I've always thought, because people always say, what was your first CD? Like, oh, what's your first album? That's like a common thing that people ask. But I always think that's a dumb thing to ask. What I want to yeah, know- Yeah, don't ask me anyway. <laughs> well, what I what I want to know is, what was your first- cd as in what was the first album that you owned piece of plastic but then what was the first album that you like this was your first album so for me my first cd was savage garden my auntie my uncle gave it to me it was my first cd that i owned but my first album was offspring X-Nay on the ombre like that's when i was like this is music, I love music, this is cool, and that shaped everything. So, what was your first album, but then what was your first album?
1: Well, you, you've got a couple of years on me, only a couple, but I'm yours, is, yours are so much cooler than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My first CD, yep. so there's two, there's mm-hmm. a CD and then there's um, the first Proper album. Mm -hmm. And then there's the first album that I bought.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is the most
1: influential one. I'm ready. First CD I ever received. Hanson, Mbop.
0: There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Came with Mbop, Mbop Extended Edition, and the film clip.
0: Okay. Second one. Okay. Complicated, Avril Lavigne. You know what? That's still fine. The reason I was going to say there's nothing wrong with Mbop, that is a band that has keys, guitar, Wait no, keys. Very talented. Dru- yeah, bass and drums. They were a band, yep. right? Yeah, Avril Lavigne had a band, right? So that was still it was pop, it's but still, it was it still pop rock, yeah, right. So that's yep. that's not like there is much worse. <laughs> <laughs> <don't>, is there?
2: <laughs> yeah, man.
1: Uh, well, the Avril Lavigne influence would have come from my sister. I had an older, I have an older sister. Yeah, still. <laughs> Um, yeah, but that I, it's not—it's not even a guilty pleasure. I loved it. Yeah, it
0: was good. Well, dude, when I was talking to Colin from Slaves, his first album was Shaggy. So mm. as I said, there can be worse. <laughs> well, my brother had—I um, uh... actually actually don't out him because I am going to get him on here one day. I'm going to hear All it right. from him. Uh, right. Don't well, out you, him for his embarrassing first CD. Yet. Uh...
1: I won't say what it is, but I remember putting it on and Mum yelling at me because there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of swear words, <laughs> right. and I was singing them all out loud, loud. Nice. All right. <laughs> so, what what
0: was the first album that you bought that was the album? Welcome to the Black Parade. Dude, you are young okay. as hell. Well, when I say
1: the one that I bought that influenced me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I had I had many more in, yeah. in the middle there, but that was the one that really got me like into punk yeah into into rock yeah man um i've yeah my dad obviously big influence it was like acdc bb king yeah uh duran duran <laughs> like there was so much variety in there that it wasn't even funny yeah and then i kind of just leaned towards more punk side of things I, I well when we first started playing guitar my brother and i we um we had this little plastic black thing with real strings on it. Yeah. And it was the weirdest thing you'd ever play. Cause it, it sounded like a guitar, but it was plastic. <laughs> so okay. Was like, <laughs> yeah. Um, And we learned how to play like ACDC nice. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there I met Fran.
0: Oh yeah. Through the footy club. God, what was Fran's band? I'm having a massive mental blank. Taken by chance. Taken by chance. Adelaide that legends. Was, that was
1: one of the first gigs I've ever been to. And I was, I would have been like 13.
0: Yeah.
2: Very pe- cool. People,
1: people are still like, how did you get in a gig when you were 13? It was like, it was pop punk. It was all ages. You yeah, could, yeah, You could go to those gigs. Hell yes. Um, my brother accompanied me. Nice. One. Very cool. Um, Then we learned like ACDC and stuff. And then we transitioned towards like your Blink, your Sum 41, your Green Day. And then as soon as we started playing that stuff, we're like shit. We need to get guitars. We need to get amps. We need to make this distortion. You yeah, know? we need to we need to get this going. And then that's when we started writing music, and that's when I started playing with Jack, and then the rest is history.
0: Nice man, very cool. All yeah. right, well, we're hitting. I'm trying to going to try to keep these short for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I want to have people as repeat guests. Uh, two, the file size of recording these in video, and three, I have to edit them, so I don't want to. Have to go through like an an hour or, or an hour and a half. So I'm going to try to keep them to about half an hour, um, yeah, and just just making a short podcast. You know, respect people's time. I guess I I don't expect people to want to listen to me for that long. I'd want to listen to you for that long, but I also want to have you, you know. know
1: back. I, I was going to say, you know, I can talk with, you. <laughs> I could just keep talking. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I just will. listen to make them suffer. Yeah, That's yeah. really good. Yes, yeah.
0: dude. Yes, dude. I enjoy that. All uh, right, man. Well, is there anything you want to plug before the end?
1: Um, we'll just keep an eye on all our socials, Glass Tides. Uh, Spotify is doing pretty well at the moment. Um, we've just released two singles. Uh, Deliberate was the most recent one. And sorry, my mind right now is a blur. Oh, good. Truth, truth Hurts.
0: Truth Very Hurts. Cool. And
1: we released film clips for both of those. So check them out for sure on YouTube.
0: Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for being on. Uh, I'd love to have you on again sometime.
1: Or anytime, mate, you know.
0: (laughs) Very cool. All right. Well, I'll leave you there. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you again next week. And I'll be putting out reaction videos on the Rogan Josh YouTube channel on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. All right. I'll see you guys next time. See ya.